January 11th on the Mayo Media Network. My name is Cecil Peters and I will walk you through the eight games on tap for today. Before we get started, if you could give the show a like wherever you are listening and or watching and if you are on YouTube, please leave a comment below. It really helps the show out. Beyond that, we'll just get on to the games with eight of them. We got to get going and get on to some bets to make for the night. The first game on the night is in Buffalo. Tampa Bay minus 255 as I record this on DraftKings Sportsbook. The Buffalo Sabres at home plus 205. Tampa Bay has Nikita Kucherov back. He's been back for the last couple games. He's fit seamlessly back in on his top line with Braden Point and Andre Palat. Those two were on fire before Kucherov got back. Kucherov back in the mix has just elevated them that much more. With those guys back, Kucherov there, Steven Stamkos can slide into a secondary scoring role on the second line. Gives them a huge, huge advantage on offense over almost every team when you can roll out Steven Stamkos and Alex Kalorn on your second line. Stamkos obviously playing with those guys on the power play. Despite losing to Boston last game, this Tampa Bay offense does look really good. Boston is just a really tough opponent. They played them perfectly in that game. I think Buffalo is going to end up paying for Tampa Bay losing last game. Tampa Bay is going to come up frustrated. They do this when they lose games. They don't do it often. When they do, they come back with a vengeance. Buffalo is ending up on the wrong side of it. Tampa Bay is going to fill the net. They're going to fill the net early and they're going to win this one big. I don't love minus 255 ever. If I do end up betting on this hockey game, it will be on the Tampa Bay Lightning to win in regulation. Even that one, the odds are a little tough to stomach it. There's a ton of great options on the board, so I do think I end up avoiding this game. But Tampa Bay winning big seems like a foregone conclusion in this one. Next game on the night is in Florida. The Vancouver Canucks, first game in a while, playing against the Florida Panthers. Vancouver's been red hot since changing coaches. Eight wins, one overtime loss. But of course, COVID has kind of dealt them a very inconsistent schedule. They started off red hot, then came the Christmas break. Now they've kind of had games just mixed and matched in after Christmas. Some of their home games getting canceled with attendance restrictions. So they haven't been able to get into much of a groove it's hard to say that Vancouver's coming in this game on a nine-game point streak. Although they are, it's been such a long break between games, it really just feels as though Vancouver's coming in off of a rest. And even if they were carrying that momentum forward, you don't just waltz into Sunrise Arena and grab a win over the Florida Panthers. They're a complete wagon in every aspect of the game. Goaltending with Sergei Bobrovsky has been great. After Bobrovsky, it hasn't been that amazing. Spencer Knight has not been what they hoped he would be, but Bob... Turning back the clock, turning back into a Vezina caliber goaltending has made that irrelevant. So the goaltending's great. The defense is led by Aaron Ekblad and Mackenzie Wiegar. They've been spectacular. Nice and deep. Great goaltending, great defense, great core for the Florida Panthers. That'd be a great core for any team. But then the offense is fueled by two elite play-driving players. Alexander Barkov on line one, Jonathan Huberto on the second line, together on the power play. Whenever they get in a bit of a scoring slump, they do throw those guys together every now and then just to get the goals flowing. But just a massive advantage, kind of like with Tampa Bay, to have those two scoring lines, throw in the great goaltending, throw in the great defense. Florida's a tough place to get a win in for any team, unless you're the Tampa Bay Lightning or the Florida Panthers. The Florida Panthers are going to teach the Vancouver Canucks a lesson here. They're going to deal them their first regulation loss under Bruce Pedro. 
minus 215 is pretty fair. To get them in regulation is a bit better. Like I said, similar to the Tampa Buffalo game, there's a lot of great options on the board today, so I don't know if I end up getting there. But I do expect Tampa Bay and Florida to both get wins. Next game is in Philadelphia. At the Carolina Hurricanes, minus 185. At Philadelphia, Flyers, plus 150. It's just another game featuring one of the league's top teams. The southeast corner of the states is a current electric factory for hockey teams. The Carolina Hurricanes, Florida Panthers, Tampa Bay Lightning. That's a nightmare road trip for most teams to come through. I know my Calgary Flames just went through it. They got spanked by every single team. They're three of the best teams in the league. Southern, Eastern, state markets. Great thing for the growth of hockey. Carolina minus 185 against Philadelphia seems insane. I would have thought they'd be minus 230. So one, minus 185 isn't something I often do. But I think here you got to do it. Frederick Anderson back in that Carolina did lose their last game in overtime to, you guessed it, the Florida Panthers with their third string AHL goaltender in net. They still managed to take Florida to overtime. I do think Carolina out of those three teams is probably the deepest. They don't have the high-end talent with Huberto and Barkov. Kucherov, Stamkos, Hedman, but they do have the depth. They go six defense deep. They go four lines deep. So Carolina built it a little bit differently than those other teams. Just as formidable. They win just as many hockey games. Going back to Freddie Anderson and Nett, I do think they should beat the Philadelphia Flyers pretty handily. I don't mind minus 185. I expect it will be closer to minus 200 by the time you are listening to this, which probably leads to another in-regulation bet on the Carolina Hurricanes. Andrei Svechnikov is probably my top target. He's firing a ton of pucks lately in this game against Philly, who allows a ton of shots. Should be a prime opportunity for him to hit a shot prop over. Other guys I'm looking at there, Tuvo Teravainen, he he's got decent odds for the over 2.5, and he's been shooting a lot more than other guys on this team lately. So Svechnikov, Teravainen, my two main targets for the props in this game. Next game is in Columbus. So we had those first three games, three complete wagons of hockey teams. Ah, this one, not so much. We got the struggling Chicago Blackhawks, struggling Columbus Blue Jackets in Columbus. Chicago did grab an emotional win over Vegas in Marc-Andre Fleury's return. Now they have a much easier matchup with Columbus, but they're not going to be able to draw on that emotional energy that they had in that last game. Instead, they're going to have to rely on their hockey skill. I don't love that as much. They do have a couple really skilled players, Patrick Kane, Alex Dabrinkat. Other than that, there's just not much. Seth Jones makes his return to Columbus. That's not near the level of a Mark andre Fleury returning to Vegas type scenario. So I'm leaning towards the Columbus Blue Jackets here. They just split a set of games with the Devils. They got a much needed boost with Zach Wierenski coming back off the COVID list. Oliver Bjorkstrand has been back for a couple of games now. He's found some chemistry, some chemistry with Jacob Voracek lately, scoring two goals in the series against the Devils. Patrick Laine is on the other line with Boone Jenner and Gus Nyquist, so that kind of gives them two scoring lines, something they haven't had in probably a month since Laine got injured. Laine came back, but Bjorkstrand was gone, so those two finally back in the mix. Gives them two solid scoring lines, something they haven't been able to say for a while. And finally, the one thing that has ranked true with Columbus all year long they're a much better team at home. They're at home here, minus 125, probably something I'm gonna pull the trigger on. Like I said, every game here has a side that I'm pretty strongly in favor of. It's just a matter of if the odds make sense. I would prefer this one at better than minus 125, but if it stays there, probably something I do end up betting tomorrow as well. 
or sorry today obviously i record this the day before so probably something i end up betting today as well next game on tap is the colorado avalanche minus 160 at the nashville predators they're plus 130. this is the second game of a back-to-back -back set for colorado as i just mentioned i am recording this the day before so i don't know how colorado's game against seattle concludes I do assume that Colorado will win that game rather handily. Who knows, it's hockey, anything can happen. I do know that Gabriel Landeskog isn't gonna play in that game. I'm not sure what the reason is for that yet. So I'm not sure if he's gonna be in the mix for this game for the Colorado Avalanche. If not, they've had guys missing off the top line all year. They seem to find ways to shift different people into that spot to get the goals. You just, I just don't think you can find the Colorado Avalanche at this good of a price at any other time. Nashville's winning a ton of games. They've looked really good. But when I look more into it, they've shown me some pretty concerning signs the last three games. Phoenix, you could argue, outplayed them. LA, I would definitely say, outplayed them a couple nights ago. Vegas outplayed them when they beat the Vegas Golden Knights three games ago. So their last three wins, I thought they got outplayed, but they got the better goaltending with UC Soros, which can happen again in this game. But I think that the Colorado Avalanche especially their offense with McKinnon, Rantanen, Landeskog, if he plays. Perfect team to take advantage of a goaltender. So I think the Colorado Avalanche find a way to beat UC Saros, find a way to get this win. Minus 160 on Colorado, not something you're going to see often. Definitely something I will bet on. Next game of the night, we got the Toronto Maple Leafs plus 100 in Vegas. Vegas minus 120. This is another heavyweight tilt for Toronto after an overtime loss to Colorado. The one thing that that game taught me, besides the fact that Toronto still can't handle 4-1 leads, was that Austin, Austin Matthews brings his best against the best. He held his own against the Avs' top line, almost 10 minutes head-to-head -head with them, generated six shots on eight attempts throughout the game, including an impressive two-goal shift in the first period. One of the goals, he really just outplayed Kale McCarr the whole entire sequence before finally scoring the goal. Not something many guys can do. I expect another big, big game from him. Shot prop over. Goal prop, DraftKings, all that stuff. With Jack Campbell in net, I think Toronto can hang on and beat Vegas. They're still managing to win a fair amount of games, but they just don't completely look themselves while they wait for so many key players to return from the injured list. I think we still got a little bit of time to take advantage of the Vegas Golden Knights. Toronto right now, probably the better team, plus money, easy bet. Two more games on the night, both on the West Coast. We got the Pittsburgh Penguins. Right now they're minus 140 to beat Anaheim. Anaheim Ducks plus 115 at home. I do think probably by the time you're listening to this, Pittsburgh's probably heavy, more of a heavy favorite. They finally lost a game last time out in Dallas and Anaheim got back in the win column with a shootout win over the Detroit Red Wings. But it's pretty clear to me that Pittsburgh is the better hockey team. Anaheim has shown the ability to win games against anybody, keep pace with any style of play, especially with Zegras back in the lineup. And they have goaltending. Their goaltending depth goes three deep. It doesn't matter who they play. They get a strong performance every single night. Keeps them in every single game. But Pittsburgh has just been too good. Even their loss against Dallas, you could argue they carried the play for most of that game. They just couldn't quite muster that third goal that they needed to stay ahead. Evan Rodriguez continues to add to his career year. He's got 15 goals now. He's shooting a ton every game. You can find a two and a half shot prop on him. That's hitting every single night. Brian Rust... Phenomenal in his return from injury. He's now on the COVID list, but just in time, Jeff Carter comes back, kind of replaces his offense. Evgeny Malkin going to be back soon, maybe on this road trip. I don't think for this game, but 
great signs for Pittsburgh going forward. As long as they play Tristan Jari in net, I think minus 140 on Pittsburgh is a fantastic number. Last game of the night, kind of a downer to end of the night. The Detroit Red Wings at the San Jose Sharks. Detroit plus 120, San Jose minus 145. It's a rematch from about a week ago when Detroit dominated San Jose. This game should be much closer. San Jose has since gotten back in the win column. They won in overtime against Philadelphia. Biggest thing they've done, James Reimer. They pulled him out of the net. Aiden Hill has been starting the last couple of games with Reimer being so ice cold. I would assume that Logan Couture is back in the lineup as well here. He missed the last few games with COVID. He should be back. Gives them a ton of depth up front at forward, but at minus 145, I can't bet on the San Jose Sharks the way they're playing. Detroit's been horrible on their road trip. They got completely dominated by LA. Disappointing loss to Anaheim in a shootout. Just not a team I can put money on at the moment. So this game is simply one for me to stay away from. So that's it. That's a disappointing end to what should be a promising night. Bets have been really hot lately. The Shaw props have been really hot. If you do want access to those, just DM me on Twitter at CeasePeats and I will let you know how to get access to those. I post a premium article on my site, CecilPeters.com every day before the games. As always, thanks to Mayo Media Network for letting me come on the show, and we will see you guys tomorrow for a much smaller three-game slate. Good luck.